You are listening to the OneOfUs.net Podcast Network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. time of the haves and the have-nots, the upstairs and the downstairs, the beautiful elite and the, well, because this is TV, slightly less beautiful people, uh, not so elite, um, set around the turn of the century and the old world, the squabbles of the new money versus the old money in a show by Julian Fellows. Wait, is this Downton Abbey or, oh, no, it's it's the American Downton Abbey. All right, cool. Um <laughs> Yeah, this is the Gilded Age, the HBO Max exclusive, yes, question mark? No, it was um, HBO. That is very, oh, uh, very rightfully branded as the American Downton Abbey because it, yeah, it it is, that, that's just a statement of fact. Um, that's not a, a bad thing, necessarily. Um, it is set a few years before the Edwardian era, it's, it's our Gilded Age in real life. Um, and it stars an absolutely massive cast, too many to name, but we will get into, you know, individuals as it, as we go along here. And with me is Jordan. Hello! (laughs) And Lady Harmony. Will you receive me? I hope you do. (laughs) I suppose. I'm indisposed at the moment. Um, (laughs) this is, uh, I, I really dug this show i mean i i figured i would you know this is this is my kind of thing i like fancy period dramas and all that but it's it's very very good actually i'd sadly i haven't heard that much of a big buzz around it um people who watch it say it's good but it, it doesn't really seem to be blowing up and i i hope it does what about you guys uh i agree uh i mean it's i mean it's good enough that it has been renewed for a second season by hbo and uh i was curious being like this just seems like downton abbey but american and it turns out yeah it was but yeah literally it, it, it honestly is very exciting and yeah this cast is just goddamn stacked yeah it's it's i've you know honestly just really really enjoyed it um i i like that there are shows that are still appointment viewing and that you have to wait a week <laughs> and you can't just necessarily binge them all in in a night anymore um but uh, yeah i was always looking forward to forward to watching this on mondays well you can totally binge it if you're like me and forget it aired for the first couple weeks <laughs> yes like oh crap that was on uh <laughs> Yeah, some of the so it's it's a tale of really two houses. There, there's more, but the the main two is the Russell House mm-hmm. and the Van Rines, like literally right across the street. Uh, old money versus new money, and you have the Russells that are the the carpet bagging robber barons uh, <laughs> who have more money than pretty much everyone combined, but nobody likes them because they're the new he's money. New money, uh, whatever. They don't do things the old ways. And then across the street, you have the Van Rines, um, 
the head of which the, the lovely, deliciously snarky matriarch played by Christine Baranski playing Agnes. Um, who which just, I would just watch oh, anything with Christine Baranski in it, like, honestly. No, like, I would. Oh, t- yeah, she's uh, fantastic. I would, too. And this show confirmed you is she is the queen of ice cold bitch there. Just j- mm-hmm. j- just <laughs> wishing yeah. death upon you with her eyes. <laughs> but she's still likable in a way. She's like, still it's one of those kind of characters. She's like she's like salty, um, but like very refined salty. So it's that it's that very much that yeah. that Dame, you know, Maggie Smith kind of character. Yeah. No, I get that. And it plays complete opposite foil in Cynthia Nixon as her sister Ada. Distracted me every time she opened her mouth because I'm also doing a Sex in the City rewatch on the side. And every time I heard her voice, she has a very distinctive voice. I, I couldn't not see Miranda. I'm sorry. But I like that she was such a different character than Miranda was. Oh, like yeah. She's the polar very opposite. Different. So good on Cynthia Nixon. And I'm not a Sex in the City fan myself. But I have always appreciated like how good Cynthia Nixon is. Like she really mm-hmm. is, has that chameleon like quality of an actress because I yeah. could, because uh, I think one good stark contrast is like when she came on to season three or uh, two, I believe. It's, whenever she came on to Hannibal, I was just like. Wow, that is mm-hmm. a completely different turn than I would see of her. And if you're going to watch any modern ongoing HBO show with her in it, make it this one and not in just like that. Right, right, right. <laughs> but what should be said is that also, like, really the main star is Bertha Russell herself, Carrie Coon, who oh. just commands the screen. Like, she, her character oh, really does just come in and be like, I'm here suck it yeah basically she has such a great voice like a great like commanding like like jordan was saying this commanding presence but like her voice is this interesting combination of genteel and also like just biting sarcasm and wit and and um just really going and getting what she wants i mean i'm more power to her she's working within the society constraints that she finds herself in and uh, yeah she's she's was amazing to watch out of everyone in the show, and there is, I don't think there's a bad actor across mm. the board, but out of all the other people who are doing their best with the old-timey diction and the mid-Atlantic accents, I think she, out of everyone, seems the most like someone who was just genuinely plucked from 1893 and mm-hmm. put into this show. Like, yeah. she is so good. And the most recent thing that I've seen her in... Uh, was Ghostbusters Afterlife, where she just played, you know, kind of a screw-up, and it is it is a totally different thing in this. Like, she is an incredible actor. Yeah, and it should be said, this show does look amazing. The oh, set sorry. designs, mm-hmm. the costuming, all just perfect. And the music is spectacular. Like, I really do love this opening theme. Oh my gosh, yeah so yeah. much it is it, it is regal elegant but also you know epic and can be foreboding too mm-hmm. you do hear the theme repeated a few times uh throughout the show played as the soundtrack to a couple different scenes and yeah it can go from regal and beautiful to menacing just depending on what key they played in like it, it is a very good theme what i was going to say about the intro and everything like that i was very excited because i just got a 4k television and you know i could be watching 
all the superhero movies and stuff like that, which I will. That's not, that's, you know, that's besides the point. But watching it on this television with all the beautiful detail that they have in just the opening of like the corset mm-hmm. embroidery and um like just truly beautiful chandeliers that you know it's just it's a beautiful show it's um really kind of made it nice not to you know deal with the fact that i'm horribly poor but <laughs> it's nice to pretend for a second that i wasn't so yeah no i totally get that and what did in this show of course it's going to be hand uh juggling about like 50 different plots mm-hmm. at once because it is following like the you know the dichotomies of those in the upper class and those serving the upper class and you get some good intriguing stuff uh like with the van rind's english butler being kind of borrowed <laughs> by the russells and you get some i love that whole that bit <laughs> no i i do too and just how the russells butlers being like what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. And then there's some uninteresting stuff, like uh, the stuff with Miss Turner. I was just like, eh, okay, that that was there. Uh, I was I was so certain that she would cause so much more trouble than she's caused so far. Um, but she's. I find that her storyline was not nearly as interesting as like the whole train wreck. <laughs> that was like more interesting to me. <laughs> I will say the show also does make some good use of, you know, actualized people that were around here, Real. like uh, Ashley Atkinson as Mammy Fish and Donna Murphy as Caroline Schmier Aster. I'm I'm not fuck that middle uh, name. Just Aster, Aster. But but of course my favorite is. Sovereign Gentleman Nathan Lane is Ward oh, McAllister. He is delightful. Because Sovereign Gentleman Nathan Lane. <laughs> that's the, it. I That's all the I need. Southern Gentleman who dictates society in New York City. Do the math on that one. I don't get it. <laughs> yes. I, I, it's, there, yeah. There's no math to do. It just makes sense. Just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> just it's, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, but no i loved seeing nathan lane um play not because he plays like these really big characters a lot of time and this was a big character but it was actually kind of a yeah. toned down big character if that makes any sense like, no no it, was, it, it, it is was not down, nathan like... lane playing nathan lane you know yeah, it was a good switch up no this isn't like what you would expect from the birdcage yeah. <laughs> yes exactly which christine baranski was also in that's true that that was the original his his um yeah the the mom the actual bio mom of our, our of our son in that movie anyways yeah but yeah I was like oh yeah they're together again and they didn't have any scenes together <laughs> uh, I think one character that is the 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 weak link of the show not so much in acting just in in terms of story is Marion she mm. seems like if if the show is going to have maybe a, a one of the defining main characters they, they kind of keep trying to nudge her in that direction and I, I definitely liked her to start you know before we really got to know anybody and everybody's stories really started to get going but once hers did I was like I don't care about this like I couldn't even keep her love interest separate most of the time they looked the exact same so when she's talking to one or the other I would have to wait until his name was spoken of which one is this like I her story is is a pretty simple one. Oh, white guys. Yeah, the same. but I 
I could, like, her story is the one I care the absolute least about. I hope they give her something else to do next season. <laughs> I, I agree. Her part in Peggy's yeah, Peggy story. is my favorite character. I want to see more about Peggy's story than Marion's. Yeah, Peggy's story, uh, played wonderfully, I will say, by Danae mm-hmm. Benton, uh, was one of the most consistent things in it. And yeah, I'm not gonna fault uh, Louisa Jacobson yeah, as mm-hmm. Marion, but it's like, yeah, is. <sighs> I, I guess she's supposed to kind of be like this, uh, you know, an audience cipher mm-hmm. of yes. such because, you know, she, uh, just like us, she is about to be thrust into this completely different world and learn the harsh yeah. realities of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And also, I'm glad you two brought it up before I did just being like, yeah, these... Yeah, these white dudes look They're, alike. They look the I, same. I, they they, they could have at least I, cast somebody with a different hair color. The only white dude that stood, yeah, only white dude yeah. that stood out was Mar- Morgan Spector as George <laughs> Russell, and that's because of his magnificent facial mane. Lord, and how much God, of a dude. and how much of a <laughs> boss ass pimp he Man. was. He was. He he also had like this great command of like every scene he was in you know like you you, your attention was drawn to Mm -hmm. george russell the whole time oh yeah no he had me questioning my lesbianism (laughs) like he's just this big loving understanding teddy bear with his family he'll do anything for his wife and children but in the business like room he is a demon and i like that that he's kind of a a conflicting character he's really not a good person (laughs) but you you like him I respect yeah. his simping for his wife. Though. Yeah, I, yes, I, I, I respect that. But yes, yeah. it's like he 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 can turn on a dime, just mm-hmm. given the exact mercurial circumstances. It, yeah, exactly. And that's what and that's what really drawn, uh, you know. I mean, hold on. That's what really drew me to him. Is like he is just he 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 really understood the assignment of just being a robber baron. Mm. And it, it it really did excite me. <laughs> yeah, like like <laughs> he excited you. <laughs> ladies, find yourself a man who will financially destroy yeah. people just because they made you feel sad once. Right? Right. Now that's oh my love. God. <laughs> that is fucking that is love. love. I, I I love too like a, a naked woman gets in his bed that is not his wife and he's just like, uh, "Can I help you?" Like, fuck off. Bye. <laughs> Get out of here. Put some clothes on. And, you know, and I like that he, you know, he's he's definitely in control of the boardroom or, you know, mm-hmm. w- of his business empire. But he does defer to his wife mm-hmm. for th- all things in household, which is she appropriate is clearly for this kind of pants. setup. Yeah. Yeah. At home, yeah. she wears the pants for sure. He's just like, she's doing all these things and he'll occasionally voice his objections to it you know and she's like no it has to be this way and he's like all right if you say so good i'll, I'll help you out I do like, it i mean i mean yeah i mean at some point i even i was on his side when she just just refused to bring out their daughter gladys mm-hmm. played by T- uh, tisa farmiga who yeah does play like quite young and naive pretty oh, well yeah she was sweet but even i was just like you are basically a prison warden at this point. Let it go. Mama, you gotta let her out. 
She's going to start showing her ankles to random men. <laughs> ankles all across town. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my. The vapors. <laughs> so, but I, I, like, going back to Marion, where, like, we were saying that how she's kind of like this um, cipher or this placement for the audience, because we don't know the society. Like, generally, like, we're not going to know it, how, how these rules work. And things that seem absolutely nonsensical or to us maybe completely founded like yeah. it's just it's 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 a very interesting world and and i think it's a bit of uh a bit of you know fantasy where you know nobody ever was like i'm gonna be the scullery maid you know like yeah. we all want to be the the wealthy family um but it's a fun uh fantasy is a fun way to play that because you know none of us are going to be that well, yeah, really that, that's something else yeah. I wanted to bring yep. up where it, th- this hits differently than Downton Abbey. Now, I'll, I'll grant you, I could never fully mm-hmm. get into Downton Abbey because it was just a touch too soap opera-y for my taste, where this one is less so and it, it keeps me engaged. But I did get into, yeah, the fantasy of Downton Abbey, just like everyone else back then. Oh, wouldn't it be nice, you know, oh, yeah. if we could have servants and everything, but... A lot's happened since that show started airing, and now it's it's a little bit more difficult to care about the squabbles of the ultra-rich and all the pedantic bullshit that they slide each other over. It's like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> it, it it's a good be. thing the performances are good. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, I, th- I think this show did, did a good job of still make it entertaining, even if you're like watching it for the the plot like <laughs> the plot being <laughs> being uh, a morgan specter um <laughs> i think this show did a really good job of bringing out that fantasy but also like basing it on so many real people i watched all the little bits and pieces that were at the end of the episode mm-hmm. where they actually talked to julian fellows and we're saying like no this is based off of like real things that happen to real people and they just kind of put it together in this particular storyline um but like uh, Jordan was saying all the people who are like real people who existed, like the Astors existed, yeah. McAllister existed, you know. And Stanford it's, it's White. Fascinating. Too. What was that? In Stanford White as well. In Stanford White, yes. So I'm I'm digging it. I I I absolutely enjoyed it. The only thing I I kinda had a little bit of problem with was was in Peggy's storyline being the character of color in the show. Marion was almost like too nice. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I don't mean this like, like she should have been like horribly racist to her, but like she should have like, you know, been more like a little, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know how the New York area handled that, but being from Texas, I'd be like, oh, they probably didn't like her very much. I, I think it was more, uh, you know, the, the North versus South divide. Cause yeah, this is set in what, like 1893 or yeah. something. So yeah, this slavery is very recent that long you know. ago, all things considered in the show, but it, right. it has gone long enough that black people can you know have have this upward mobility and and grow their own wealth and things like that as we see with uh, peggy's family um, but she does have one unintentionally racist moment that had me cringing so yes. hard oh man like that so, uh, that was a well done scene but i was like oh i can't watch this <laughs> And I, and I was kind of glad for that scene yeah, because yeah. otherwise she kind of comes off as like a white savior type character mm. And that would have been annoying real quick. God, that, yeah. That part. Ugh, it just got me thinking about it. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> also, I just want to one-up the show for giving us Gene Triplehorn and Michael Service again. Yeah. Thanks. 
Yeah, like missed it, them. <laughs> it has a murderer's row of oh hey it's that guy or gal actors in it. Yeah, like Gene Triplehorn, Otto McDonald, Donna Murphy, Nathan Nathan Lane. All these people keep popping up, and you're like, man, this is a really oh Bill Irwin cast. Yep. Yeah. All right. Should we move into final it thoughts? Was... Jordan, why don't you start us off? Sure. I was very surprised by this. Yes, it is pretty much Downton Abbey's American mm-hmm. Transplant, but I think it works very well. It, I kind of fell off of Downton Abbey, if I'm being completely honest. I haven't even really seen the movie, so eh. This I feel so invested in, and it is purely on the strength of how tight and sharp the writing can be and also just this amazing cast who is giving it all their socks every single episode and it's incredible really the set designs the cinematography and yeah it's bound in like i said it's balancing about like 50 different plots each episode some manage to stay moving nicely others just flop to the floor but that's to be expected this i found really fascinating and yes the strength of the acting alone keeps it for that so i'm gonna give this about nine out of ten engraved invitations (laughs) calling cards if you will and harmony um yeah i like i said i really enjoyed this i i made a point to watch it every week i think that I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where they go with these characters even marion even with you know kind of her shortcomings as a character um i i really want to see what's going to happen um this is a really exciting time in american history um you know the beginning of the industrial revolution basically and like it's mm-hmm. it's it's a big deal, and I think it, the reason why it's so is easier to connect to this than Downton Abbey is that it is set in America, and I am very much an American. <laughs> um, but yeah. that being said, I did dress up to the Downton Abbey uh, film premiere, so you know, Aww. I'm that I'm that bitch. Um, <laughs> I think I think this uh, has really good bones to it. I think it's I think it's going to be a good series. I can't really fault it for anything other than like, like you were saying, like Marion's character is a little lacking, but other than that, everybody was really engaging and everybody's got their own uh, motivations in the mo- in the show. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, good fantasy for me anyways. Um, very pretty to look at. I'll definitely give it that. So I'm going to give this, I'm going to get this an 8.5 out of 10 weirdly handsome thomas edison's that just show up out of nowhere <laughs> oh god yeah it was him wasn't it but also fuck you thomas edison i'll definitely fuck you thomas edison for a second i was like like what wouldn't it be weird if they got elon musk to play oh god oh god a second that would amazing no 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 that that, that would only feel as evil i know i know we cannot handle Ooh. that uh, <laughs> Why would you don't, don't speak that give into them ideas? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this this is a really really fantastic show. Like I said, it is less soap opera y a little bit than uh, the original Downton Abbey. So it it's just kind of quieter in a way. The characters are more interesting, and I guess yeah, just from that lens of an American set show to an American, it's it's much more accessible, I suppose. Um. 
it it's got absolutely stellar production design, direction, cinematography, acting all across the board. I mean, this is everybody's bringing their A game all the time. I, I really, really hope they give Marion something more interesting to do next season or just write her off because we're pretty well into the world now. And if, if we're going to have anybody be an audience surrogate, have it be Mrs. Russell because she's the one that's constantly having to have stuff explained to her um, as well, whether forcefully oh, or yeah. not. So yeah, either give Marion something more interesting to do or get her off the show. I don't know. <laughs> Um, but with all that said, I'm very excited about a second season. I will definitely be watching it and hopefully reviewing it. And I give the show, the first season, eight and a half pregnancy concealing period costumes out of ten.